I'm government gonna change my name. Okay, so what, what do you oh, want to talk about? already on it. You already started. Come on, give me a break. No, tell me. Hey, what's going on? This is uh, another episode of Adapting the Remedy, and I got Momo here today. And we're at the Ashley Reservoir, and we're taking we're we're beached right by the uh, the side of the uh, the reservoir, and we got a nice view. And it's a little windy, so you're probably going to be hearing some of that in this audio. But that's all right. Uh, I'm gonna I'll own that. It's cool. So without any further ado. I do have uh, Mr. Momo here, so if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself. What's up? I am Momo, and uh, if you don't know me, hopefully uh, one day you will. And speaking of the mic, there you oh, go. Oh, my bad. Uh, yeah. Speak loud, speak proud, man. I don't even know what to say I am. I'm a, you can say I'm a jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. <laughs> <laughs> no shit, how do you like this view? Nah, this is nice, man. Yeah. This is, like, I mean... Like perfect temperature out today. I think it's like 81. Uh, we got some cloud cover. I don't think there's some rain on the way, but we got a nice, nice reflective view over the the lake, and then you can see the ridge line of the Metacomet over there, like right in front of us. What's a Metacomet? Metacomet. So the Metacomet Trail is a trail that starts all the way at Long Island Sound, and it goes through Connecticut and goes through Massachusetts and into New Hampshire, and it ends at Mount Monadnock. And uh, it is a beautiful, beautiful trail to, to walk and do hike, day hikes on. I, I can't even pronounce that. Mama, not, 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 I got to take you up there, <laughs> by the way. Um, Are you still on? Yeah, I just want to make sure. Cool. Right. I just want to make sure. I'm still recording. Yeah, there we go. Maybe it's not picking me up all that well. Yeah. That's all right. I don't care, man. This is like one of those things where it's just going to be like a, a completely... Um, just. I don't think it's picking up anything. All right, we're gonna continue on. We're just checking the audio because, um, yeah, we don't know if it's really picking it up or not. But anyways, Mr. Momo, um, welcome, welcome today. So what are we? So what are we? Um, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. There's so much to talk about. Actually, let, let's let's start with just pretty much what we we was talking about, just um, our sanity. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, do you think there's a crisis in America today or just in the world on, like, what it is? Oh, oh, that's actually an interesting thing to talk about. So, check this out. I've been talking to this girl for a couple weeks now. She's from Gambia, West Africa. It's, you know, it's, it, I mean, I don't even want to say much about the country. But, yeah, Gambia is in West Africa. And um, she wants to be one of her far, uh, country's first psychotherapist and then i was i told her i was like that's a little bit surprising for me and i've been to africa before so i was like that that, it shocked me not because there was mental health but because it was even being talked about because a lot of cultures especially you know and you could say less developed countries there's a, a stigma on you can't talk about you dealing with those type of stuff especially for you know, especially for men. Like, of course, the women go through it, but especially, like, the men cannot speak about those type of things because they're looked at as weak, they're looked at as less. And then I see that all through Latin America, but Africa was a big one. And she was like, no, you're absolutely 100% right. That's why I want to make it my mission for, for kids especially to be aware that this isn't just a thing 
that you know it's not weakness it, being vulnerable is not weak and understanding that you're going through some things is is not something that makes you less of a person and i think that's a lot of things even you know in the united states now united states actually i mean i'm pretty proud at the awareness that it's coming towards you know what i mean like we could talk about it like me and you especially like we talk about it i don't know i, I mean i'm not a woman so i don't talk with women really about this but i'm every single guy i sit down and have a conversation with at one point in time we're talking about where our emotional and mental health is at it's not not a joke and i'm telling you i, I don't hang around one person i hang around with you know you say 10 people so all 10 are saying dude i'm hurting <laughs> i'm yeah. dealing with this yeah, man. Yeah. You know what, though? But I think that's just kind of like, so I, um, so yesterday I'll share this with you. I shared this with, um, this guy, Rudy, um, yesterday during the podcast. So I went up to the Peace Pagoda and, um, so my, my whole goal, so I've been reading this book. I'll, I'll simultaneously say two facts. I went up to Peace Pagoda and I brought this book called Spiritual Enlightenment, the Damnedest Thing. And so I wanted to go and bring a part of myself and you know how I like you, like when you go to those Buddhist temp, uh, those those Buddhist um, mm-hmm. you know, monasteries and whatnot, mm-hmm. you kind of want to leave an offering. You know how they bring the they put the rocks yeah. and stuff like that yeah, up yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I put a rock up um, somewhere around that property, and um, I also went there and I read a chapter yeah. about um, about what what it is I need to do, and it was about letting go. And okay. it was it was like the story about this kid who was um, kind of seeking out this like Zen master mm-hmm. on like his, on his views. And one of the things that he had talked about was like, kind of like, you know, how he got really irritated. He didn't want to teach this guy because he was so full of himself. He started talking about God and started talking about this and that and going into like these like really like firm beliefs and whatnot. And, um, you know, I think he, what he wanted, uh, what he wants to teach people is just learning how to just kind of like let go and realize mm-hmm. That, um, you know, th- th- this world that we live in is full of turmoil, is full of pain, is full of, like, unfortunate happenings and whatnot. And, uh, you know, and what you need to do is you need to let go of that tiller of life and let it just guide the way for you. Just just let go. Stop holding on to it. Stop holding on to it and just fucking let go, you know. But he was kind of pointing out in this conversation I was having with this kid was that he's like, he's not ready to even have the conversation with the kid until he's broken down enough to just let go, yeah. you know? And, uh, I don't know. Like, so I felt like right there, I, 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 I shed a part of my ego of control. And that's the one thing I, where I, I kind of said to myself, I'm like, all right, I'm, I, I'm leaving a part of myself. I'm leaving, I'm, I'm shedding a part of my ego and that's going to be the element of control. And I still have a lot more shedding of my ego that I need to do in order to be kind of like a better, more rounded person as, as far as like, um, you know, how, how I kind of engage in the world yeah. in many different ways. Yeah. Uh, but that's just kind of like where I went with that. Um, but anyways, yeah, I'm sorry to, to steal the spotlight from you. No, it's you all get good. Get yourself a, uh, get yourself a good, good point. A, a lot of people don't even realize that they have an ego because we attribute ego to just being... Oh, 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 I'm the man, I'm the man, or I'm the woman, or whatever yeah. it is. We just think I'm it's... so pretty, yeah. yeah, I'm so, you know, I'm so... I'm we so, think it's just being, I'm you so know, blatantly arrogant 
people, and I don't think that's what ego is. I think ego's a lot of different, you know, variants of, of, of things that we have no idea that we do. But to me, ego's simply thinking that you're somebody. Yeah, you yeah. Know, we identify with that, man. And we get so caught up in identifying with that ego that we, um, that we actually start to defend it. Mm-hmm. We start to defend it with our with our lives, and it's it's ugly. It's an ugly thing because now you're 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 starting a war, with, where where no war should have been started in the first place, yeah. you know. And then on top of that, with that ego, is you you kind of like covet a little bit too, you know. You kind of get you, you get protected, you know. Yeah, you protect it, you covet it, and then you also covet like its identity and what defines it. And you're like kind of like wanting to go out and like like you're willing to go on a war path to get what you want, you know, in a way. And, like, there's so much collateral damage. It doesn't have to happen. It doesn't have to happen. And to kind of swing back to kind of, like, the ma- like how males are supposed to not be looked at as weak and stuff like that, yeah. that is a persona that we have to start shedding. You know, I, I started to shed that earlier this year, and then I regained it. I regained it. You know why? Because I, I got all these possessions, uh, and I do say possessions because I, I was like, oh, look what I acquired. Mm-hmm. And then I was starting to be like, oh, I got to defend this. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got to, you know, instead of just like, you know, instead of just like kind of going with the flow, you know, and just saying, hey, you know, and sort of being like, if I want to nurture this, I got to kind of give it room. I got to give it room to like kind of breathe and, and, to, and to be able to kind of like um, grow into it. And I didn't, I, I, I didn't let that stuff. So I let a lot of stuff go by the wayside. I let my job go by the wayside. I let my, my, my compassion go by the wayside. I let a lot of things go by the wayside because I was so stuck on the ego again, you know? So, I don't know. It's where I, <laughs> you know, it, but, but you, but what do you think? What do you think with, with mental health and stuff like that? You know, do you think that the United States, here in the United States, that, we, that we're going to be able to transcend this? Or do you think that there's still so much misunderstanding on this that sometimes, like, when you when you think about youthful people, like, think about the people that you worked with, you yeah. know, look at where they're at, mm-hmm. look at look at where they're at as far as, like, their, um, how they view the world and how they, like, engage. Well, I think it's two things working simultaneously and against each other, not even towards each other, and, and actually, you could say three things, I would say. One of them may be uh, just acquiring all these knowledges and all that information from so many different, you know, sources, and then all that, you know, you could say social media fame, so you could have this, this, you know, somewhat famous person, but just famous on Facebook in their eyes. Because if you get a hundred likes, you feel like the whole world likes you, even though you don't know that somebody's just passing through, just liking the pics like, or liking the whatever, just cause. Yeah. Like it, it really has no significance. Then, on top of that, they don't have i don't think as much uh gratitude because they 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 got this sense of entitlement because they were given a lot of different things and don't know what struggle is and doesn't know that there's a value behind struggling you know and that's the thing too you know what i love when when people um share on their social media is like poetry art stuff like that and i don't see enough of that i think people just start like they just start fucking shit posting and then it just turns into this like cauldron, this cauldron of negativity. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, you know how it is. It's like the negative always outshines the good. You change the news channel once you once yep. they tell you about the murders that happened. You just be like, all right, I'm done watching this. 
Like, yep. I'm done. Do you know they say they say that that was a survival tactic that was like you know inherited from from thousands of years ago, back when times were actually like really really hard, and you had to focus on a negative just because there might be a lion showing up at your doorstep. So you had to. And what a lot of people don't understand is that fight or flight. That you know I said this earlier, but like that fight or flight from a lion coming at the door. It's sympathetic. It, that sympathetic response. Yeah, it's yeah. the same exact thing as if you're about to just. You know, fight this little kid on the streets. <laughs> it's crazy. But you know what, though? We've built a world that absolutely does, like, hit on the sympathetic nervous system at all times. We, we really do, man. Imagine this, man. Could, you saw how I got. You saw how I got. Imagine what my, my nervous system was like. I was just telling you. So we were having a conversation earlier about how, like, how um, I... Since leaving my job, I, I don't have digestive issues anymore. I have, like, I have a more, like, well-balanced appetite. I don't want to eat crap. You know, I'm, I'm like, I'm exercising more. I've lost a bunch of weight. Like, right. Right, like dude, I've, I've probably lost about close to 10 pounds already. Wow. 10 pounds, you know, and that's a matter of a couple of weeks of just saying, I'm done. I'm done. Time. It is time to, you know, um, 86, the, the, the toxicity. Well, that kind of yeah. goes back to letting go of all that toxic stuff in your life. Like, you know, they say the more you let go, the more free you'll be. I always wondered, like, why you see, like, like happy you know really really like poor people like i'm talking about i'm not talking about like you know living in a five-star hotel in the projects i'm talking about like poor like when's my next meal coming i always, i used to always wonder like yo why are these guys so happy and it was like so they, they have the, less to worry are, about are they the are they the modern monks of society except all they in, in a certain sense because all they really got to worry about is the most crucial things that's why i value fasting so much because you worry well me personally i fast from water and from food so when you only worry about food and water you realize how insignificant the other things in your life really actually how long do you usually fast for 30 days 30 days yeah that's crazy you know what from water as well yeah in that 30 days well well i I did the, the ramadan thing since I, I got out of that, yeah. like, I just do it to do it. But every once, uh, twice a year, I at least fast 100. I mean, uh, uh, just water for, for three days, no food. I'm fasting a lot of times throughout the years. Like, if I got to make, like, a life-altering decision, I do it just because it really gives you that sense of I need to figure out what I got to worry about. It clears your mind. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of cognitive benefits behind it, whether it's – uh. Like, if you change the diet, like, they even say the keto diet. It gives you, like, certain, you know, a yeah. different mood. It, it's well, helpful for people with ADD, like, stuff like that. Like, so diet's a big part that I think people overlook. I want to – actually, I need to do a fast. I can't do 30 days, but I can do 24 hours without like, – I'll do food fast. Like, you can do 30 like, days, but I wouldn't remember. You know, so – it, it, it's not recommended. I like the 24-hour ones, and then afterwards you kind of have, like, this, like, you know – you. You feel sick a little bit when you when you start indulging again, but then afterwards you kind of like that like that that surge, kind of back up into like your um into your system once you start upload like once you start kind of like taking in those nutrients again. Yeah. And then you feel good again, and you're just like, oh wow, now I'm really valuing like I'm really starting to value, yeah. you know, this this meal, this this experience. It's appreciation, you know. It's appreciation. It's like if I ate pizza every single day. I wouldn't value it as much as that guy who eats it once a month <laughs> because it just becomes normal. You know? <laughs> I know. 
Jeez, you, you hit hit on something. Like you know, like so you work in EMS. You know, yeah. you and I have worked in EMS, and uh, you know, just you look at like kind of like the lifestyle, and then the just the when when you're going around and you're driving, and you just kind of want that quick fix. Yeah. And you go to like the McDonald's yeah. or the uh, uh, the Burger King, and you don't realize that you're just giving yourself a huge disservice. Oh. You know, you, you, and you eat that, and like day by day, it becomes like this like natural cycle in your life, and you don't realize that you're slowly slipping in into like this whole like this really bad, um, this really bad like uh, this really bad habit of just putting crap in your body. You know. Yeah, but to be honest, like I mean, I didn't go through that as much just because I like you know I could practice fasting. I feel like any given moment, yeah. so I'll be like, I rather. Rather starve than eat that garbage. <laughs> there was a point when I first started when I first started working EMS. Dude, but then the like, stress comes. The stress, the stress comes, and then it, be, it becomes harder. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I I, I understand. I mean, like I'm, I'm not saying I just I mean, no I one no one's immune to that shit. You know, whether you're a paramedic, cop, you're a firefighter, paramedic, EMT, dispatcher, all that, dude. You are not immune to it, and, and it, dude, it, it will come home to roost for a lot of people if you're if you're planning to stay in that. Um, that industry, yeah. Um, Especially if you're not made, because I will tell you this, man. I mean, I've seen people go through a lot of things as I've been on the ambulance, and uh, you know, otherwise, like I've seen so many of my partners have nervous breakdowns, and I just kind of look at them like, like I don't, you know, feel, let's say, bad, but I understand where they're coming from, but I don't personally feel it. But it could possibly be because they're so all over the place that it kind of puts me in a calm. <laughs> like, like, you know, I know exactly what you're talking about. But yeah. Continue, man. No, it's it's just like a, a weird sense. So I, I kind of feel like an outsider observing all of these things because I, I do feel with work stress. But I, I understand it a lot more. I understand that that kind of comes with the territory. So it just makes me feel a little bit better because it's like... It, it all depends on the, how you look at it. Like I was telling you earlier, you know, traumatic events in my life. Now, they were terrible. Like, I'm writing books on them. Like, people have wrote books on them. And uh, it's like, yeah, that's terrible. But now I look at it, I'm like, damn, now, now my life is cake. It's easy. It's just better. But a lot of people will let that be like, oh, well, this is bad. It's damaging me. This is what's happened. Like, so it all depends on the angle you're looking at it. Like, you can look at it as a negative, or you can look at it as, yo, I got through that. I got over that mountain. Mm-hmm. Or you could be like, yo, I'm, I'm under the mountain. The mountain's on me. <laughs> so it all depends on how you look at it. So, so like, you, okay, let me say this fact. You, you, you're out of it now. You may not realize it now, and I don't know if you have, but you're going to look back and you're going to appreciate that shittiness. <laughs> no, really, you know, I, I, I'm totally, I'm totally going to, I, like, I don't have a good connotation on it right now, but I'm going to look back and be like, man, I helped a lot of people. Yeah. You know, I, I've been through some really intense calls. Um, and uh, what it does to the human psyche, that, to the yeah. dynamic yeah. human spirit. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, what it does to, to people. And I've, like like you said, you, you've seen people freak out. Yeah, I've seen all people the time, all the time, dude. I, I've seen people freak out all the time, too, as well. I'll never forget one of the days I was working with this awesome paramedic. Great guy. Really knew his shit. Mid-shift, dude. Yeah. Just goes, I'm done. He goes, I'm done. All right. 
he just he just puts down the paperwork and starts walking out. And I was just like, dude, this is crazy. You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> so I'm following him, just like, well, he's my partner. So I'm, I'm like, if he's not gonna do the call, you know, I'm not gonna do it by myself. So yeah. whatever. So we, we're driving back, and I'll never forget. I'll never forget the dispatcher. But like, you need to turn around now. You know, <laughs> by the woman's voice, like, you need to turn around now. And he was just like, dude, just get something. He's like, nope, click. <laughs> just just like that. Just just wipes his hands clean. Even he got he got offered like a bunch of money, like I want to say it, like one week's worth of pay to do to do to do that. And you know what he said? He just goes, "No, I'm done, I'm done," yeah. and he just walked. So it tells you that, like, dude, yeah, even though yeah. this is like a pretty good paying job, at the same time, it really is like you have to start thinking about like the trade offs in life. Yeah, you know, yeah. here I'm going down to a minimum wage bullshit job. I'm probably gonna average a little bit more with tips. But it's like I'm doing it only for a couple months, and I think I'm gonna start like re, you know, um, just kind of game planning on what I want to do. Yeah. I don't know if I want to return back to EMS, but man. Even if you don't, I mean, yeah, as long as you know whatever you're doing, you're you're like I guess content. That's that's really all that matters. A lot of people try to be this like fucking god. Yeah, and it's like yep. it's really not that that serious. It's just like whatever works. Like it, it depends how you define you know success. You know what I mean? Like a lot of people define success. Oh, you gotta have a lot of money, a lot of cars, a lot of this, a lot of that, and it's just like for the most part, it's material things. But material things will never fill like that void. If that was the case, Robin Williams would have never killed himself. So, Anthony so, Bourdain, none of those guys. They had everything in the world. So, so let, let's take that spin for a minute, man, because there was a time even this year where I was just like, I want to do this, I want to do that. And I started like throwing the cart before the horse a little bit. And I started really kind of like, um, that was kind of eating into my anxiety because I wanted all these things, you know, because I do have like family that, that does really yeah. well and they have all these nice things. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, don't you feel that like sometimes there's like a sense of like competing into the world of trying to like attain that stuff because you're like, dude, Absolutely not. No. Me personally. So check yeah. this out. So a lot of people again yeah, talk about influence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I'm saying this the other way. But me, I don't I don't give a fuck about what other people do. I don't give a fuck about what other people say, think, anything. Just because I am me. You call it narcissistic, you call it selfish, I don't care. I I love myself. Over here, loving yourself is looked at as as selfish. It's like, nope, I just unconditionally love myself and won't let you you know, try to take any love that I have for myself away. I don't care because I know what real love is. I know because I love myself. You can't know love if you fucking, you out there trying to be external. That's you, you kind of hit it a little bit earlier. You're talking about, you know, Buddhism. So if you look at the the, the Eastern way of thinking, uh, Buddhism, Islam, Hinduism, Sikhism, all of that stuff, it's always gauging something that's internal. Over here, we're always looking at the external, what's possessions, what's in our hands, what's out there, what's this person say, what's that person say, what they're doing, them, them, them. I'm like, no, me, 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 and it's not selfish, and I don't care what anybody says. Somebody told me this earlier and said, um, uh, they were just like, like, I was talking about a blog, so I'm starting a blog, I'm trying to, you know, just do it, but I'm only doing it to, so people can keep in touch with me, because I deactivated all my social media, because I realized I was a narcissistic, sociopath, freaking, any single word, I had so much ego, and then people were like, oh, you could get money off the blog, and blah, 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 and this, this, and that, and I was just like, I really don't 
want to get there. And then they were like, no, but why not? I could fund your traveling because I travel a lot. So then it I was like, no, no, exactly. And I was like, I don't need to, to, to have that responsibility, that duty. If I don't want to, I was like, yo, check this out. I've been pretty much broke on the spectrum, but I've traveled to most con- more countries than rich people. So what am I missing out on? If if there's not that much of a discrepancy in the middle, then why would I want to try to obtain all this money I think just tra- to do the same thing I'm already doing? I think the trade-off is this, is that, you know, so I'll, I'll give, I have a good friend who, who is traveling right now. He kind of like just like meanders and does jobs and whatnot. And I, yeah. like, I'm totally jealous, but he ended up mm. getting, but he also ended up getting hurt. So it's like, now you have to think about this. You're like, okay, what kind of, what, what kind of thing, do you, what kind of safety net do you have yeah. in order to, you know, get through that? For sure. And it's, it's so that's trade-offs, man, you know? It, it is. Cause... That's just, and that's just part of the world, you know? You're going to have the good and the bad. Like, here I am, I'm letting go of a good pay, a, a 401k and a, uh, you know, um, health insurance just so I can, like, work on my inner self. You know, like this is a spiritual fucking. This, yeah, is, a, but man. this is a spiritual battle. Not battle, I should say, because I really shouldn't look at it as a war. Because, but, but going to battle, does it? But it, it's a spiritual quest. It's a, yeah. it's a journey for me. Is it down to be a lot more humble and to be more more present? You know, um, and I think we, in as far as Western society is, you were talking about like all these external things that mm-hmm. that kind of like. Um, that that influence us and you know, we're, or distract we're, us distract us look dude yeah. we're, we're getting bombarded in social media media um your your workplace um mm-hmm. going out you know mm-hmm. like uh like um you know what i started doing I, like when i go to four runs i don't even listen to music i was anymore. just about to say that i, I was gonna even, be like i don't even listen to music how anymore. taboo is that shit you know because you're actually alone with yourself and your own yeah. thoughts that's very rare i bet whoever's listening to this and listening to this one thing they'll probably be like damn hold on a second i'm never 100 percent alone because once you wake up in the morning first thing you do is turn over look at that phone you're texting all these people back you 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 freaking you put some music while you're about to brush your teeth and take a shower you listen to that podcast you're doing all these different things and you're a hundred percent external like i was saying and you're not inside went, with your own thoughts i went for a drive today and i started looking for music and i started getting irritated because because I don't want to, I was like, I don't want to listen to any of this. And I, you know what I did? I just, I was like off. I, I, I put down all the windows, put on my sunroof and I just started going 65 but, down 91. And I was just, I just list, I didn't listen to a thing. And I was just sitting there just thinking, and I was, it was the most relaxed yeah. ride I had all the way to this little nature preserve yeah. that's up in Hadley. Yeah. And I was just like, you know what, man, turning all this stuff off, turning off the stimuli. Is like, what? Yeah. But that's rare. You know, that, that's very rare. And, and it's it's almost like it's a taboo. And I think that's a big problem when it comes to that whole mental health aspect, because we don't realize that we're always out there. Our mind is always on somebody else's treadmill. And we're not, you know, you know, we're not going on our own. We're not we're not running on our own. We're not doing anything on ourselves. And we're always worried about all these other people. That's why I say I don't mess with what other people tell me. I just kind of just go in my own lane, but not in a way that I'm you know, damaging anybody in society. I'm not preparing for the future because I am. I'm just doing it in the way that I feel that I actually want to do that. I mean, I said this earlier, uh, you know, advantage is only an advantage if you take advantage of that advantage. So if you got all these advantages, if you got all these privileges, all these luxuries, and you're not really doing anything to um, 
you know, to, to utilize these opportunities that you have, all these doors are open, but you're not going through any of them, yeah. then it doesn't matter what you're doing with your life. I mean, if you are fortunate enough to be in the United States, which is like the top 10% of the world or whatever it may be, whatever it is, you know, even Europe, Australia, all of these places, great places to be, but we're not taking advantage of this stuff. We don't, we barely leave the country. We, we barely try to obtain all these different, you know, so-called benefits that we're talking about. We're not using any of the things. We're just over here just being more and more miserable because we're looking at what's what's in our face. We're looking at, I'm trying to do yeah. this, I'm trying to do that. And it really doesn't mean anything. It's like frivolous, you know, cares. And we're giving our fucks away frivolously because we got nothing better to do. I'm like, I can't, I, I haven't given away a fuck in a long time. You know, <laughs> that's a thing too. You know, I just... You 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 are caring you're caring about the wrong things. Caring about the wrong things. Frivolous sure. frivolous fucks. That's you what know, I call it. Like I don't know. Do you think that there's a that there's uh, an epidemic of emptiness and vanity? Absolutely. You know, emptiness and vanity, and just like like um, like for instance, like on Instagram, dude. So there's like uh, I was I'd, I'd be following stuff like the chive, right? And then you see all these women that are just like throwing themselves out there, you know. And I'm just kind of like going, I'm like, at first, at first I was like, yeah, yeah, I was like, this is kind of cool. Like, I like what I see. And then after a while, when you really start to think about like the people and your loved ones, you're like, wait a second. You know, these, these girls are out there just, they, they're empty. They don't know it yet. They're yeah, just kind of yeah, yeah. throwing up, the, throwing themselves out there so that way they can get attention. Mm-hmm. And even myself too, and probably yourself too as well, but we did it in different ways. Absolutely. You know, and we, you know. Well, I got a couple nudes online. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it, man. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt yeah, it. You didn't see. You didn't see. Okay. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doubt it, dude. That's fucking funny, dude. Nah, but, I understand what you're saying. It's like, you know, man. I, I said this the other day, and it's it's fucked up because it's not only women. But anyways, I said it. I said the 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 price. Uh, I said the stocks on pussy are plummeting. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. No, nah, cause it, it's like you, you, it's I don't know, man. I don't, I don't even want to talk about this, but I'm gonna, cause I'm just already do here. It. Just man, do it. It's just, it's just, man. You, you giving away is it, so easy. It's so whatever. It cost me a couple dollars. You can't get mad at me for. You can't get mad at me for, you know, wanting what's easy, because at the end of the day, you're doing the same thing. You want what's easy, and that's my money. So, like, if I started fans only, I'm not going to get as many hits as a girl my age with my, you know, equal of looks. So, it, it just puts yourself in a weird situation, but it waters things down when things become easier and easier because there's no struggle behind it. It's just like, okay, I got this. I got this. You know, that's the whole concept of Buddhism. That's what who Buddha was. Buddha got every single thing he wanted. He was a prince in Nepal. His father kept him in the crib all the time, and he gave him everything his son desired. And and he thought that he was treating his son well. And you see that happening in the modern day when it comes to rich people giving their kids everything that they never had. So his father gave him everything. He had all the servants in the world, all the women, all the everything. His son was like 19 or whatever. And that son was Buddha, Prince of Nepal. And Nepal, very poor country, you know, South yeah. Asia. He left one day. He finally left his big palace. He went He went on the streets and he seen 
poor people. He's seen sickness. He's seen some of the worst shit you would ever see. Motherfuckers eating dreadlocks. Like, he was just, he was just seeing some crazy stuff. And then, um, he went back to his father and he does like, like most people do. Like, you start blaming your dad. He'd be like, oh, you didn't ever tell me that this stuff was out there and blah, 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 and this, this, and that. So then he thought to himself, you know, his father just took the L. Like, you know what? Like, I'm, you know, he yelled at me, whatever I should have showed him. You know, he plotted. He was like, I'm going to run away. I'm going to run away. Buddha ran away. So when Buddha ran away, he decided, he was like, well, I wasn't happy when I had everything. Then he went on the streets. He, for like 10 years, Buddha was living on the streets. Prince of Nepal of the same country, he was on the streets, begging for money, begging for change, begging for all these different things. And then after like 10 years, he came to the realization, wait, hold on a second. <laughs> This ain't it neither. <laughs> so it, so basically what I'm saying with the whole story is Buddha tried, he did a separatist type of way of thinking. So he removed himself from the, word, from the world. But I'm not saying do that, but I'm saying be in the world, but try to find the balance between the suffering of and that. Yeah, be of the world that's in the Bible or whatever. Don't be, well, how was it going? Be, be, of the world, not, uh, be in the world, not of it. All right. Be in the world, not of it. There you go. That makes sense. Don't let the world control you. You control the world. You know, there's um, there's a thing that uh, I had, uh, you know, there's a passage. Well, the the story of Adam and Eve yeah. in the Bible. And uh, while I'm, I can't profess that I'm like some sort of like scholar of the Bible or have like read all the book or anything like that. Mm. But, um, you know, it talks about like the tree of knowledge of good and evil man, and eating from it and what it does to people, you know. And, um, you know, I, I think like, you know, we're talking about like our, our relationship with our phones, uh, this, this, this piece of glass and metal bar that thinks for us. We, we figured shit out how to think for us. And now we have this endless pool of opportunity for whatever you want. And on top of it, this like opportunity to learn whatever you want. And while it's a good thing, all right, the good, there's also the evils of it because now you're also exposing a part of you whether you like to admit it or not of like what what you what you feel the world wants you to see mm. or what you or what you see of the world mm-hmm. when i started um like when like when all this shit started going down with uh you know like uh you know all these police brutalities or at least getting more um recognition and all these riots started dude i started i started getting very very upset it added to my, my downward spiral because I was just like, dude, like, how am I supposed to act with this? I'm like, I'm not even like, I, like, I, I can't like, I gotta be honest with you. This, this is something where I can't get behind either side because I'm, because I'm seeing things on both sides that I'm like, I don't like this, but I don't like that either. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, and, and it makes me feel guilty from both sides. And I started to feel like kind of alienated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started to feel alienated. I started to feel yeah. kind of like, you know, Frustrated, yeah. and uh, you know, and it almost like kind of like guilt tripped me on both sides. Well, I'll tell you something real fast. I think what a lot of people got to do and understand is 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 a lost art form that it's very simple, and it's called neutrality. <laughs> Being neutral in a situation, everybody feels a need that we gotta, you know, voice that that egotistical opinion that really nobody really cares about. Sure. Remember, I did that poem that you heard a while ago. What, what y'all think caring about today? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the truest thing I hear it all the time. I'm like, yo, that that shit is so real. I'll never forget when you we're always that too. we're always caring about 
what other people are putting out there. And then on top of that, if you do care, why do you feel the need that you got to voice your opinion? I, I, I found that. So I'll tell you this story because this is a fucked up story. And this is one of my last interactions I had when I had a Facebook. This was maybe two, three months ago. I had a friend. And this is the most craziest question you could think of, especially for a lot of people that I can imagine listening. Um, he said, what would you do? And because a lot of people ask me for advice. He said, what would you do if you had a friend that killed another friend? What do you do? Do you show up to the funeral or do you say free my guy so and so? And I was like, wait, hold on, let me let me think. He, I, I was like, give, give me a second, let me think. And he said, mind you, take gang consideration in, into the picture. And I was like, okay. So basically, the bloodline, I was saying, you know, one's a blood gang member, the other one's a blood gang member. One was friends with the guy that the blood member killed. Mm-hmm. So he was like, do I show up to that guy that my blood brother, based on gang affiliation, killed? Or do I, he wasn't talking about real life. He was talking about, do I post to free this guy? Or do I say, rest in peace, this guy? And I was like, dude, why don't you not do anything? You don't have to. Everybody grieves differently. Everybody, you know, has this. And that's like a compromising situation. Just stay neutral. Take a step back. Don't feel the need to actually have to say something. But it was 100% talking about, Social media wasn't talking about. It wasn't talking I, about real you know life. what though? I think because I had such a problem, or I'm going to say problem, with uh, really getting into politics. I, I wouldn't have said it two years ago, three years ago, but now I used to get involved with with uh, political activism and stuff like that. And the whole concept was freedom. You know? Yeah. But what that de- what what that freedom defined, uh, what we define freedom, is going to differ from person to person. Mm. Subjective. And, uh, it's very subjective, and uh, so. I, um, I stopped, I don't know, I got into like kind of like a, a Facebook argument with a guy who was talking about like, you know, people who are getting abducted in, in, um, in, 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 in Seattle, but at the same time, yeah. like, well, well, I don't, well, I don't agree with government intervention, intervention with stuff, but I also don't agree with like, you know, Child people, abduction. you know, like, I, I'm also not, um, you know, I don't agree with like going over and just start fucking, you know, start fucking people up and, so I, I posted a picture of just like, you know, here, here's, here's somebody getting absolutely just like beaten for no reason by a bunch of people because now they're, now they're, in, they're, they're, in, they're empowered to do so. You know what I'm saying? They're empowered to do so. So now you have to kind of find, there's like the kind of like that balance, you know, and I'm, I'm in a way kind of neutral, but I had to kind of like take a side for a moment. And I got laid back. I was called a Nazi. I was called, really? I was called a Nazi. I was called a, a white supremacist for it. What? <sighs> And I was just like, dude, dude, un- unprovoked. And I was just like, wow. Dude, yeah, and it really hurt me, man. That really hurt me because that made me really think about where I am in, in, in the spectrum of politics and my opinion. And I started to, re- like, I started to really question my reality, you know, on, on all of this. And, uh, I re- and I had nobody to turn to to really talk about this stuff. You know, I was trying to, like, kind of, like, dig deep. And, like, I was trying to go towards somebody who, who might understand, but obviously she didn't. Nobody, nobody sees nobody sees nuance in the world. It's just you know he said she said it's it's it, it's like you really can't really dissect a certain situation. It's just all kill them or 
or that's it. There's no in-betweens. And a lot of people like to nitpick what they want to, you know, uh, uh, care about, like, like it's a fucking buffet of fucking things. Like, you know, I take a little bit of, uh, you know, shitting on these people, uh, and uh, you could stay with that. Like, they pick and choose their battles, and a lot of them are dictated by society. That's why I said in the same point, what y'all feel caring about today. And then in the end of it, it said, um, it pretty much said, uh, do you only care when somebody tells you to? And basically, the spin off the whole thing was, you know, you're only dictating your cares based on what other people are saying. You really don't sincerely care about most of the stuff you you preach. Like, those people, those same people coming at you, they don't care about shit. They're just looking for an outlet because they probably had a shitty fucking day at work. And yeah. They're like, okay, let me get at Josh today. Be like, no, you, you fucking life sucks and you know it. And you're just trying to redistribute that pain that you have so much inside because you don't know how to deal with it and you don't know no other way to freaking express yourself. And you feel powerful because you have some ego that you're unaware of. But so you put think, it out there. Do you think you fall victim of being that person as well? What? At, at times, have you? And what? I have. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know exactly what you're talking about, but I'm going to say I have. But I, it's I, a given. I, but but I, I have to as well. And you know what? In what sense? In, in what sense? sense? Well, you got you to be more clear. You I disagree. I didn't like because I know. No, so basically what happens is, you know, you, know, you, you get into this negative um, mindset, right? And all of a sudden you get like, you're, you're getting expo- exposed to all, this, all these negative mindsets too as well. Mm-hmm. And then you feel the, the, the need that you're like, you know what, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm, I'm to start yeah. it's contributing to the yeah. cauldron, to the, to yeah. the, vortex, yeah. to the vortex that's going on. Yeah. Do, do we do that at the, at, at the job? Yeah. Just sit in that room, man. You, you, you can feel the vortex of, of negativity yeah. that, that, that's been done. It. <laughs> I, people, yes, you know what I'm saying? Yes, but I, I've also trained myself and a lot of it's, some of it's innate to walk in a room and say the room's going to change because I'm in it. I used to be that guy, though, but I, I used to be that guy that'd be able to be like, hey, everybody, how we doing today? I don't know if you remember me, like, what, yeah, yeah, do it, do it, do where I was like, hey, we're going to have a good shift today. You know, I was always, like, you know, engaging yeah. with people. I was always very hot, you know, very yeah, high Yeah, energy, absolutely. You know, and then... I didn't even remember that, like, eight months ago. Yeah, oh, man. But, you know, but the thing is, is that a lot of things take maintenance. Like, you know what I mean? Like, a car. What happens if you just be like, all right, well, I'm going to give up on oil changes. That motherfucker's going to break down. Operational exhaustion. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but after a while, I mean, that happens, but it, it all becomes a, a, a maintenance. Like, like a lot of different factors come into that. It's whether it's it's exercising, whether it's eating well, whether it's uh, having good social conversations like we're having right now, whether it's minimizing this, whether it's reading. It's always a constant struggle to have that type of maintenance like once you get there there's no actual happiness is not a destination it, it takes progress and sometimes it's gonna suck and you, you just gotta learn how to just but, you know but but here's the balance thing. i think happiness is only an emotion it's only something that you experience because you also have to kind of like like for me man I, like i haven't had a good time really like um working on coping mechanisms because i, I kind of hit i kind of like took myself out of that, yeah. that realm and I got I concentrated in work for too much it's very dehumanizing yeah. right so now you want to have this human experience again after all this time and uh, you know when, when something bad comes along and you want that coping mechanism dude you had nothing to practice on for a couple of years it's like if you don't use it you lose it you know yeah but but, but if you don't you, practice it you know? but if you have the the, the will and I guess you could say determination. I mean, it sounds extra motivational, but it's true. 
at the end of the day it's true but a lot of people make excuses for themselves and try to like use that as kind of like a scapegoat for whatever they're not doing like you'd be like well i'm not doing this because of this and that and that's no disrespect to you but just in general it's like sometimes we do it i mean i do it sometimes i'd be like oh, i can't do that because i work this much but i'd be like but then i look back at my past i'll be like but damn i did that before and then come to a realization but damn i didn't do that before but i seen somebody else do it so if that motherfucker did it i can do it because I, that, he's not better than me and that's not an ego trip that's just like no you're not i mean no <laughs> am i worse off than i was before if i did it before can't i do it again I'm not, I'm physically capable of doing that. I'm mentally capable of doing that. I should be getting better without the years, especially mentally. Yeah. So holding myself down for some shit, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't buy that shit one bit. It's fucking horse shit, if you ask me. You know, but you know what, though, I, I think this is where, you know, you, you have to kind of know that you, 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 you are going to face some pains. Absolutely, absolutely. You got, you, you got to anticipate it. Yeah. I didn't anticipate it this year, man. I didn't, I, I was in like, Remember that the poem I shared with you, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I, okay, so um, what was it? I was dreaming that I was a butterfly, floating or fluttering along happily. Then yeah. I awoke and I wonder who I am. The man who dreamed he was a butterfly or butterfly dreaming he was a man. And, yeah. I, you do, and that's the thing. It's like you, you. So the man part of it, you know what I'm saying? Like is the the pain, it's, yeah. it's everything that you witness, all the endurance. But it like that kind of like that butterfly is almost like the 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 um almost like that soul. You know what I'm saying? It's like what what yeah. what you want to do versus what what re- what you really stand for versus what you're trying to be. You know, yeah. um, I don't know. That's how it means to me. And it's kind of that inverse relationship where you need to kind of like learn how to unplug from that pain body. Yeah. You know? Well, well, I I don't want to say unplug because I don't think that's that's wrong. Like like okay. If you were happy all the time, would you know what happiness was? No, of course not. You, you wouldn't. Contract. Exactly. So you need that type of pain. I remember 50 Cent said, uh, sun sh- uh, sunshine wouldn't feel so good if it wasn't for rain. Joel wouldn't feel good if it wasn't for pain. So, I mean, that little thing right there is like, hold on, that, that that's some profound stuff. Like, he just said in a rap, and it's just like, people overlook it. But it's like, no, it's like you need to have that to really realize what you got like yeah. you really need that 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 shit sandwich to eat so you'd be like damn i want i like this pasta it's like, <laughs> dude you know what it is it's like at some point you have to say to yourself dude life is going to be full of curses you know what i'm yep. saying like yep. stop 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 trying to fix the curse and start and start focus or start figuring out what the blessings are you know start figuring out what the blessings are and start kind of enthralling because if you start figuring out what the blessings are you know you you can start coping much much better Gratitude because you should be attitude. That's exactly, one of my things. Know. Gratitude should be attitude. And uh, you know, I forget that. I forget that all the time, man. I really do. Oh. Stop, stop fucking. You know, uh, what was that other passage? Same page. Um, I put it as my background. It was like this passage of like Jed McKenna talking with this young woman who's like really trying to search for herself, and she's like, she feels different. She feels like she doesn't fit in. He goes, you know what? He goes, nobody ever told me. Like, I wish somebody came along when I was your age to say. Dude, a nobody's gonna come along, all right, um, to tell you that you you are you are actually not wrong. Okay, yeah. you gotta stop trying to make things right. Yeah. You know, yeah. and stop yeah. taking that square peg and trying to fit yeah. it through the fucking round hole. You know, it, it, it sometimes that that's like an adverse effect when you try to, you know, uh, 
or something that's not exactly. supposed to be. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So there's a story. Another another story. There's a, a, a butterfly. Little boy looks at the butterfly. The butterfly is in the cocoon. Yeah. He's trying to get out of the cocoon. So he's pying the wings. He keeps going. The boy just looking at it, looking like, yeah, I can't wait till this, this motherfucker get out of the cocoon. Like, yeah. So he keeps going to wings. After like 10, 20 minutes, he's like, yo, this guy's still there. He said, you know what? I'm sick of this. Left, got some scissors, went up, chopped him out of the cocoon. Butterfly flew out, fell on the floor. Motherfucker died. So basically, the moral of it was that the butterfly needed to struggle to get out in order for his wings to get strong enough for that motherfucker to fly. Yeah, that's that's a, a metaphor for I think life, and a lot of that's people really don't realize cool, it. Man. I like so that a lot. I thought of a lot of great people, and I thought of this recently, including myself, because I'm great no matter what anybody says. Because I'm the most important person. That's me, why, and that's why, and that's why I got you on the show today. Exactly. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> uh, uh, so like I looked at uh, you know Mal- Malcolm X, I looked at Martin Luther King, I looked at my personal heroes, and I looked at a lot of the greatest people throughout history, and a lot of them did not grow up without a father. So I was like, damn, I don't got a father neither. So it depends how I look at it. I could cry, you know, like a little bitch, and be like, I'm no father. Me, I don't really care because I'm just like, yo. If he was in my life, I might have not been the person I was or the person I am currently. You know what I mean? So basically, but it all depends on how I look at it. Maybe it could have been better. Maybe it could have been worse. Who knows? Woulda, coulda, shoulda, wouldn't, isn't. Like, it's not here. It's just what's here is here. And stop dreading yourself on what could have happened, what might have happened, what what should have happened. That's all bullshit. That. That, that, that's something I've, I've, I've been through. I, I've had kind of been kind of, I curse myself with that mm. shit throughout my life. You know? you're, you're, in my opinion, what, what people, I call it uh, uh, putting out unnecessary fucks. So, like I said, I have a, a bucket of fucks. And you got to work for that shit. I got mad at my ex-girl because she gave a fuck to somebody who didn't deserve it. I was like, no, stop giving him my love. She was angry at him. But I was like, yo, stop. Only I could get under your skin like that. Not the fucking guy at the gas station. (laughs) You're giving an unnecessary fuck. And it sounds crazy, but nah, it's the same type of energy that you shouldn't be giving out there, whether it's because it's coming from a love place or it's just coming from a frivolous place. It doesn't matter. You should not be getting angry over shit that does not, you know, pertain to you very intimately and very personally. Because a lot of the times we find ourselves based on society or social media or whatever, we start giving a fuck about all these things that we really don't give a fuck about and people got to be honest about the fucks that they give like i kind of care but i'm speaking or on whatever the fuck earphone made by some some asian slaves in in fucking china and shit but i'm over here well we gotta stop the this and that it's like i care enough because what you value is what you do on a daily basis i can't say i value you if i never talk to you i can't say i value you know uh uh sex trafficking when I'm fucking a, a little a little you know sex slave from some random third world country. Like are, are I'm just saying no I'm not but <laughs> <laughs> no but you get what I'm saying. Like I can't I can't lie. I gotta be honest with myself. And, and I think this society lies to you so much that we start to believe yeah. that we actually care about this shit. We don't. That's why I said that poem again. I'm bringing it back. What's y'all fake caring about today? 
what are y'all fake caring about today? Literally. I feel like that. um, So I'll share this with you. This kind of goes in the sense of like where I was with before I kind of had my breakdown was I I was led to believe that I was, you know, kind of like um, this important person to the company that that we worked, that we worked at the inside, man, while I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. On the inside, I was like, man, I really regret that decision. I don't want to do it. I don't yep. want to do it. Yep. And you know what, man? It came to a head, and I really didn't want to do it. And you know what, dude? I ended up having so much guilt, so much shit put up because I believed the story. Mm-hmm. I, did, I believed the story. I believed yeah. the act. Yeah. You know what they say? Play the part. Be the part. Mm-hmm. I, I took that. I took that literally. So you many, know? so many fake things. Fake it till you make it. Shut you know? the hell up. I don't just, think I'll ever be management it. again. You, you know, know what I'm saying? I don't think I'll ever be management again. I don't think I'll ever go. I'll, I don't think I'll ever do a management job again, dude. That was something because you now need to like believe. You need to believe in that whole, um, that whole uh, illusion. You know, um, yeah, it's an illusion that's there, and it is kind of like a subjective thing, but also objective at the same time. But 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 in the grand scheme of things, you have to ask yourself like, where does it really matter? Because there's always going to be an ass in the seat, no matter what. Yep, yep, there's always yep. going to be an ass in the seat. Yeah. And I just, you know, I, I put it up for too long, and I now need to kind of, like, take a step. That's why I'm downshifting my life, man, is to kind of take mm-hmm. a, a take mm-hmm. a big perspective back. Mm-hmm. I understand I got some things that I, I still need to do, but you know what, though? What What's more important? Yeah. Do I go out and try to appease all these things that are knocking at my yep. door? Yep. Or do I say, dude, there's an inner self in me right now that needs me more uh-huh. than, than anybody yep. else? And I think that's, that's where, like, I've kind of, like, taken, yep. you know, this journey for that. And there's more valuable things in life that you probably should be focused on. And one of them is, like you said, yourself. You know, that's the number one valuable thing, yeah. you know, is, is yourself. You know, like me, I'm going, like, not that I'm, not, not that I'm like, you know, pushing it down people's yeah, yeah, throats. Yeah. But I'm trying to get have, have a relationship back with God, you know. Honest, like a true honest thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe not in the literal sense, but kind of in like that physical, philosophical sense, in, yeah. that, in, the, in that energy sense. Yeah, perfect. You know, you know what? For for two weeks now, I have been meditating. I've been meditating in floor where I just go into bed. It'll be midday. It'll be any time of the day. It'll be whenever I feel it. And I'll just close my eyes and I'll just start like yeah. dozing. I'll just like yeah. kind of just start taking nice deep breaths and I start praying. Yeah. I start yeah. praying. I start praying. And um, I start praying for people that, um, you know, have kind of brought turmoil into yeah. my life and, and things. And because I want in, in, to, in, in hopes that I can kind of like manifest that energy, you know, and then also bring on, bring on like forgiveness. Yeah. And that's a huge thing, man. Mm-hmm. You, you have to forgive, forgive people, man. And yourself. And, and, your, and yourself, you can let go. You know what I'm saying? You can be free once again. You know? And I'll tell you this, man reason I'm, I'm thinking about it now just because you bring up that word forgiveness which i have a hard time doing with myself out of all people and it's funny because i love myself so much but like we do have that problem but it, it it's rough it's it's tough like okay so my, my my friend george he um he told me he was like yo i'm watching this mike tyson podcast and he sounds just like you know and i was like what are you talking about he said remember you told me that there's stuff that you told me that you might you know that you feel like god can never forgive you <laughs> and you're going to hell. I've said that before. 
and and I still somewhat believe it, but it's not because I feel like God won't forgive me. It's because I really don't forgive myself. So I'm viewing myself as if I'm a God and I'm not forgiving myself, if that makes sense. <laughs> you know, that's why I wrote that poem, you know, where I put, put that point where I said, he goes, first, you must love me with all your heart. And then you need to look in the mirror and love my creation. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And you got to do that. You got to well, be able to. You, you've got to be able to look in the mirror and say, dude, I, I am here on this earth for a finite time, and i got to make this worth, worth it for myself. Well, you, i got to make, make this worth it, and, and by making it worth it for myself, i got to make it worth, worth it for other people, too. You know? well, well, you don't have to, but hey, for those who want to come along for the ride. So, peep you know? this. Um, since you're, you're on the God, and, and okay, you, I'm, I'm assuming Christianity, so... It says, what does it say in the Bible? Love thy neighbor like I love thyself, right? Yep. So what's the prerequisite to that? You got to love yourself. Exactly. You got to love yourself. But that's, that's what's forgotten. It's lost in translation. Yeah. But that's, that's like by love thyself or whatever. But you know, but you were talking about interconnectedness too, as well, okay? Because you you followed um, uh, you followed Islam, yeah. and you said that's all from the same soul. So it's like yep. interchangeably, man. It's all the same thing. It's just you know, well, it's another it's way of being able to look at it and to, to conceptualize that, to realize that we're actually on a whole different plane, you know, of existence that we can wake up, that we can awaken from. Well, universally, we are all. Um, connected in some type of way, whether you believe in science, whether you believe in Islam, Buddhism, Christianity, Judaism, we're all connected in some type of way. And I'm pretty sure we can all like agree that we have like a soul, we have this this free way of thinking, we have logic, reason that as far as we know until the aliens come, that is just us who can who can, you know, function in this type of way. So I think that understanding leads you to kind of uh, have, like I said, this understanding, this this empathy towards other people. And if not, what do you call those people who don't have nothing towards anybody? Sociopath. Like yeah. they just don't feel what's going. But we all are connected. But the problem is thinking that we're not. <laughs> you know, this you know, interconnectedness and stuff like that, but also there's there's a physical aspect to this too as well, with this interconnected. It's like kind of metaphysical in a way. But to bring it back to something that's more tangible, yeah. you know, um, you know, like for instance and to kind of change the yeah. subject a little bit too, because we are we're di we're diving deep and I think we're getting deep enough where people might be like, All right, you're losing me a little bit. You're losing me. <laughs> but to bring it back a little bit too, um, there's a physical aspect to to our mental health too as well. Like, you know, I told you I've I've been losing weight yeah. i've been working out again yeah um in fact i've been burning a lot of this anxiety and depression off and i'm feeling I'm starting to feel like i'm starting to feel centered again man. yeah like, i'm not 100 percent there but you know um one of the, some of the things that i'm also missing man is that kind of like that that human connection yeah. say like like as a uh, you know that, that that touch with people you know what i'm saying i grew up in a home where we were kind of like like uh my dad was very, very emotional. My dad was very emotional. My mom was kind of like, you know, hands off a little bit, you know, kind of like a, yeah, distant. And I, and I think it might be a German thing. It might be like, it might be kind of like a, very possible, you know. Um, it's like, what, you, you know, you, I have like this like duality of a world where I like, I'm, I'm distant in some regards, 
but close in others. Yeah. And there's like always like those two extremes in my life. And they're they're fighting each other. They, they are fighting but each I, other. I think that's very common. I mean, my, my father's from Egypt and my mother's from um, uh, Puerto Rico. So Puerto Rican, the Latin culture, which I mean, they do everything short but of kissing you in the mouth when they meet you. Yeah, and and then my my father he's like almost the opposite and I I think he's an outlier in Egyptian culture but still uh, I I explained this dichotomy last week I said my father is very logical and 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 like reason based like that's his the way he thinks like he does not think at all based on emotion he thinks like calculated but my mother is very emotional like she'll cry for anything. Sure, sure. She want to touch me all the time to the point where it gets annoying, <laughs> and it she makes her decisions based on how she feels. So I have both of them in me. So you, do you know how much mental struggles I have with myself? Yeah, me I'm too, like, man. fuck. I feel heavier than probably most people, and then I guess maybe it's the, the other side is my mind. mind. You know, it's just it maybe maybe it's a certain. Because you know why? The way I kind of look at it, somebody who's emotional might want to take somebody who's analytical and try to like drag that emotion out of them. Yeah. While somebody who's analytical. Well, is trying my to grab, my, like, my father, to... my father. I mean, I can't say that for my father. He was a narcissist and and he was manipulative. You know he, he, he very much. Ma- wait, hold on. I got. I want to say. Men. Isn't all men like that though? To a certain extent. To a certain extent, yeah. Yeah, I think so. But I think a lot of people are like that because, like, like there, there's a little thing on on love that that I was reading, and I wholeheartedly agree. They say, uh, love when you're a, a child is love when you're doing something for me. Love when you're an adolescent, for the most part, is give or take. Like I do something for you, you do something for me, I do something for you. It's always a trade off. Yeah. Then love when you're old and wise and you just already deal with everything is I'm doing this not because I'm expecting anything in return. It just is what it is. That's unconditional love. And I think that's the that's truest like, form of love. It's not a duty. It's and, just it just is. Yeah. And I think that's exactly where I'm at. This is like the spring off point yeah. where that is, you know, um, in my life. In regards to like love in, in, in many things, man, in many regards, family, friends, coworkers, you know, intimate relationships, all that stuff like that. It's just... You know, um, I got, you know, we, we, I'm at that point where I'm just starting to kind of practice that in a way, you know. Um, but again, you know, the physical aspects, you know, uh, of what we do, what happens to us, you know, we're, we're talking about what? We're talking about the, the, the parasympathetic versus the sympathetic nervous system and, what, and like how it kind of, uh, you know, and how it kind of like really dictates how we kind of like go again, how we kind of engage in the world. Like one of the things that um, we, we built the society on is like we're always running away from the, the saber tooth tiger. Mm. We are mm-hmm. always wow. running away from the saber tooth tiger. It's not really there because our bodies don't know it's not there. Yeah. You know, our minds are like, dude, I gotta yeah. go in, I gotta do this, 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 that, and everything like that. I, I drone out. I somewhat have a little theory. Because I did mention earlier about about the Africa, Latin America, and stuff, and they do deal with mental health issues, but I don't think to the extent as as developed countries like suicide in some places are still just like what, huh? Yeah, take your your own life. But I think that's because we we're, we're we we're at this like weird crossroads, especially people I want to say in their 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 early twenties nowadays, and then their their thirties, uh, for sure. 
is that they have that lack of purpose. They have that mark. And it's crazy because I heard this. I'm trying to remember exactly where. But they say when you miss your mark in archery, it's a sin. Yeah. Yeah. So so it was like we're missing our mark. We're sinning a lot. And I don't mean sin in the sense of, you know, God, this, God, sin. that. Yeah. I mean, like, no, we're missing our mark. Like We're doing ourselves wrong. But we don't even have a mark because... Every, because life, I think, has become to a certain extent so easy that we're we're starting to manifest these problems that that somewhat don't exist, and we're starting to involve ourselves in problems that we don't really care for or we shouldn't care for, and then it just leaves us on this weird thing. Or like I said earlier, we're on somebody else's treadmill and we're running. Yep, <laughs> we're running on their treadmill. And it's like, treadmill. nah, man, uh, pick your off. own lane, put you put your own path. Who are the most important people in your life? And if you don't know the answer, then you might want to figure out that answer. You might want to have to even write it down, gauge it. And if you don't have those people around you, create that shit. Yeah, I, I dude, I full heartedly agree, man. And yeah, you know, it's funny, like the the world and the illusion we create for ourselves, you know, yeah. because we um a lot of the times we also tend to think of. Who it is that is important to our country, uh, to our to our lives? Like you, I don't know, man. It, it's frustrating. It's frustrating because then you 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 almost like almost you get to the point where you're you're creating that actor, that act, and then now you're now you're trying to you're trying to do the song and dance. You're trying to get on that track, you know. So even though you know, I came to this realization. You know, I told you actually on that hike a couple weeks ago. How small and insignificant we actually are in this day and age. Like, we're really nothing, and it doesn't really matter. I mean, this sounds pessimistic, but you're going to die. It just matters how you want to live and how you want to set up the people because you don't want to be a nihilist and you don't want to be selfish and you want to actually, like, if you want kids, go ahead, do that. Do all you can to really focus on how to benefit that kid. Be Make that kid be your purpose in life and actually focus on that because that's really what's going to matter in life. Mm-hmm. Instead of focusing, oh, I wonder what this person thinks of me. It'd be like, who cares? That motherfucker's in his mom's basement and he's, he's 50 signing, not by... You know, choice by necessity. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, we care about people who really aren't, you know, worth caring about. And, and it's just stop, focus on yourself, and and realize that you're, you're small. We are small, dude. Let's take a, let's take a moment. Let's take a look at our surroundings here, man. That's one thing I started doing. Is I just I'm trying to. So I went on that nature walk today. And I was really just making sure that I was like, I walk slowly. I was taken in. I, I, I did put up some stories, but I only did it briefly. But I really walked slowly through it. I think it took me about 45 minutes to get through that whole, that whole little just like mile and a half maze. And I just stopped at every place, man. And I just took like a nice deep breath. And I just really, really took in the, the, um, the scenery, man. You know, like, like, look at this here, you know. How, how how lucky, how blessed are we to have this right now, to be able to have this in front of us, to, to have this here, and to, to enjoy it, to um, soak it all in, and to memorize it. Never, not even just take a picture, you know yeah. what I'm saying? To actually memorize, yeah. you know, um, the sounds of the water, yeah. the, the feeling of the breeze, the, the color of the sky. It, it's part of us, and we're part of it. You know, <laughs> that, that's what I don't think a lot of people realize. Like, it's just we're so thing. detached by it. Yeah. We always want to really, especially city life. You know. Yeah, city life is like that. I will say that, man. I, I miss kind of working on the outskirts. 
you know, working in Chicopee and Springfield is it's definitely, definitely weighed in, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, we don't realize that. I, I think we don't realize that we're a part of nature. See how far we in. Yeah, I should check it out. We've been, we've been going for a while. Yeah, about an hour. You wanna you wanna wrap this up? Yeah, the, 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 dude. That's how long the last show was. It was at uh, an hour and seven. So really, so we well, hold on. Let's wait for eight. Wanna wait for eight? Here yeah, we go. Just, I want to be a little, little. You know, I want to do. Want to have more. a little extra? So, 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 so what's good? So hey, so so what do you think of the the just the talk that we had here and just going on the podcast? You feel good about it? Yeah, I I, I mean I, I I really enjoyed it. I mean. It's crazy because like we talk about stuff like this all the time. It's just it's just crazy. Like somebody couldn't possibly be hearing that. I but you That's know what though, I I think it's important. You know, I think it's important. We have these talks, but I think it, it's a more beautiful thing to put it out there. It's it's a lost yeah. thing, especially really especially like when it comes to this age of of technology where. You know, ten seconds is long. <laughs> you know, and, and that's my point. I want to kind of reinvent my 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 online life. I want to yeah. do more kind of like good, fruitful content. Actually, have conversations with people. You know, on on subject matter. I think that that really needs to be put out there. And I think hopefully it will reach people. And you know, they'll listen to it. As boring as it might be, they might sit to sit themselves and just like, hey, you know what though? I think these people are right, and I I do need to kind of go out. And I do need to engage a little bit more in, in certain aspects. I do need to pay attention to, the, you know, X, Y, and Z. I do need to fucking stop, like, you know, investing my time and energy into, like, some frivolous bullshit that does not matter anymore, you know? Yeah, you and, know? And, and I think a big thing that, I mean, I guess we could leave it at that, is understanding that it's not an overnight thing. It's, it's, a, it's a, a lot of work and a lot of like i want to say small epiphanies to get to where you want to go like what's that saying they say what rome wasn't built in a day or something rome rome certainly wasn't built in a day you know what i mean but we want we want what's fast and what's immediate and we don't want something that's going to be like long term and something you know that's that's here to stay and actually establish like like think about like if i built a house in you know a month, like you think that's gonna be a good house? No, good luck, my guy. No, that's it's just a rush job. It looks good on the outside, but it's a rush job. Exactly. You know. I mean, yeah. You know, it so, is what it is. Yeah, let's wrap this up. Momo, dude, it was great having you on yeah, the show man. today, man. Dude, let's go. Uh, let's uh, enjoy the rest of this evening and go for that walk. All right, man. Later.